What does it mean to be dead? Well, that's an obvious question. Ex except it seems when we're talking about how someone becomes a Christian. Paul explains that as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. So if this is true of every human being by nature, then how is it that one can suggest, for example, that as an individual hears God's word about salvation, that they have the ability in themselves to make a decision, to say, well, I, I decide, I, I, I make a decision by the power of my will to accept Jesus into my heart. Now, I, I know a lot of people who may speak that way, but they don't really believe that it was their power that made it happen. And yet, we can understand with those words, I have decided that it sure sounds like I'm giving credit to my will. That is, it is my decision that finally makes the difference between whether or not I end up in heaven or not. Well, if I'm dead, then can I do anything? Imagine, for example, Lazarus. Now, you might know the story of Lazarus who died and then Jesus came four days later and stood outside his tomb and Lazarus was dead and then Jesus shouts out, Lazarus, come out! So now imagine Lazarus coming out of the tomb and then you've got a reporter who can stick a microphone right in his face and the reporter says, hey, uh, this is amazing, what just happened there? And Lazarus says, well, I was actually, I was in the tomb and I heard this voice and and, and I thought, hmm, should I decide to listen to this voice or not? And, and I decided to listen, and I, so I decided to come to life, and here I am. It's like, no way, right? If a reporter stuck a microphone in front of Lazarus' face, he would have said, like, I have no idea what just happened. All I know is that I was dead, and now I'm alive. I was dead, and now I am alive because of the powerful voice of Jesus. The powerful voice of Jesus, which says to you, do you recognize that by nature you are spiritually dead? That you're not a good person as much as it might seem to the neighbors and everything, like you're a guy they'd want to live next to. No, when we're born, when in fact, when we're conceived by nature, we are deserving of God's judgment. We're born rebels in the most real of senses. And we live that out. We can see in children so young, they fight with their siblings. They'll say no to their parents' faces. We, we know that deep down. We can't be what God wants us to be. We, we, we can struggle with guilt, regret. But, but that isn't the end of the story. That's not where Jesus finishes this. It's, it's just that you can't write your own happy ending to the story, though. We... We can't do anything to escape where we're at. But that doesn't mean that no one has the power over death. And not just physical death. The one who showed he had the power over physical death also has the power over spiritual death. And when the Lord Jesus comes to you and says, okay, this is going to blow your mind, but I love you and, and I've given up my life for all of the things you've done wrong, including the fact that you are just by nature sinful. All of that I made my own, and on the cross I paid the price. Do you know what those are? Those are truth. And those are power. Those words are the power to bring the dead to life, to put a smile on your face. A smile 
on a dead face? Well, if there's a smile from Jesus on your face, then you aren't dead anymore. <laughs>